Are you looking to take your team to the next level and lead to your full potential? Then Leading with Purpose is the show for you. It's an hour of empowerment with your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Nathan is a business and leadership development coach, public speaker, and author. He's also a founder of Clutch Consulting and a member of the John Maxwell team. Nathan's purpose in life is to empower others, and that's how he helps businesses and leaders grow. He specializes in leadership training, improving communication in the workplace, and creating high-performance teams. So join Nathan and this week's guest as they provide you with the information and tools you need to effectively lead yourself and others. It's time for Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. Here is your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Hello, welcome to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. You know, I'm excited you're spending a portion of your day with us because I know your time is valuable, but we have a great show lined up for you tonight with a great guest who I will be introducing to you uh, quite shortly. Before I share something with you that's been on my mind recently, which I do each and every week, I want to let you know that in addition to listening in live, tonight's show, you can always download our podcast directly from iTunes or by visiting us on the web at leadingwithpurposeradio.com. I also encourage you to get plugged in to what's going on at my company, Clutch Consulting, by visiting me at www.clutchconsulting.net. That is C-L-U-T-C-H consulting.net. I promise you'll find plenty of great content on leadership development, effective communication and talent management, as well as more information on upcoming live events like my Leading with Purpose Boot Camp to help you lead yourself and others uh, more effectively so you can ultimately achieve superior performance, grow your business, and empower your team. You know, friends, as a small business owner myself and working with small business owners, I'm amazed at the number of business owners today that simply don't market their business effectively. As a small business owner or any business owner for that matter, you must absolutely 100% of the time be marketing your business in order to attract new business and ultimately outperform the competition. The good news is, in many ways, marketing your business effectively is much more cost effective than it's ever been in the past. You can now leverage the Internet, social media, and other digital marketing channels to reach a very targeted niche both cost-efficiently and cost-effectively. Uh, you know, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you're well aware that the purpose of my show is to grow businesses, empower people by helping them achieve better business results and lead to their full potential faster. So with that in mind, in order to help you land that next client or that next deal, I wanted to bring in a good friend of mine uh, to share some of her invaluable marketing advice with you, my listeners, because at the end of the day, I care about you and I want you and your business to do well. And with that, I'd like to introduce tonight's guest. Her name is Miss Sandra Beck. Uh, and a word that's very dear to me, empowerment, uh, that's throughout all of Sandra Beck's work. You know, whether she's coaching a company owner to a million dollar commission deal or training a stay at home mom how to perform SEO on websites or speaking to a group of women who are in recovery, her message is about what is possible and how to create the circumstances of your own choosing. And in a time when technology has the ability to transcend physical limitations, Sandra teaches all of her clients how to maximize their lives by using the power of the Internet coupled with the drive of their passions to create the lifestyle of their dreams. She is the president of Motherhood Incorporated as an author, coach, speaker, 
radio host, entrepreneur, and philanthropist, Sandra Beck is as successful as she is busy. A single mother of two has created a virtual empire of successful companies entirely staffed, managed, and implemented using a host of virtual assistants and online resources. She is the author of Motherhood Incorporated, The Smart Woman's Guide to Working from Home with Just a Computer and an Internet Connection, and Blogforia, How to Reach Millions of People Without Spending a Dime. At the end of the day, Sandra is a powerful voice in the social media arena as well as a popular internet brand strategist and the host of two radio shows, Military Mom Talk Radio and Motherhood Talk Radio. And with that, Sandra, welcome to tonight's show. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired just listening to all that. I think I got to shorten the bio. <laughs> well, that's partly my fault. So, uh, and you know, I start right here anyway, Sandra. You know, every time I conduct an interview with somebody on the show, tell us a little bit more about your story. What's Sandra Beck's background, and ultimately, how did you get into the world of marketing? Well, you know, I came from a real small farming town up near the Canadian border outside of Buffalo, and I was given this wonderful world-class education with my undergraduate and graduate degree at Northwestern, you know, really plucked out of obscurity. And so much of what I've been able to do in my life is such just the grace of God, because I got picked up by Disney. I went to CBS from there to Coldwell Banker. You know, I was able to teach at USC. I mean, all these just wonderful, amazing doors opened to me because no matter what happened in my life, I stayed positive. And, you know, at a crossroads in my life when I got divorced, um, I had two little kids, three month and uh, two and a half year old, and I had to come up with some way that we could rebound, some way we could keep stepping forward. So I had formed this company, uh, the company that I own now, Motherhood Incorporated, and I thought, you know what, there's lots of moms at home that can work from home, you know, that speak native English language and culture, and we can home source instead of outsource overseas and you know it just it just snowballed and you know brought me these radio shows and and so many wonderful things and you know empowerment is all about staying positive sales is all about staying positive and entrepreneurial anything is all about staying positive and if you give up before you get your at bat you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take and that's a Wayne Gretzky quote that you know I grew up in hockey town and and uh, Red Berenson and Scotty Bowman were some of my neighbors growing up um and Wayne Gretzky just epitomizes it you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take that's absolutely right. And, you know, when you look back over your career as a small business owner, what's what's been the number one key of success to you before we really get into this conversation tonight about marketing and how small business owners can effectively market their business? You know, the biggest thing that I learned is that it's not about me and it's not about you, the client. It's about whoever is buying or using or listening to our products and services. It's like, what's in it for them? So most people think about, well, this is what my widget does. This is what I can do. This is all the things that I have. Well, that's great for you. But the consumer, the client, your customer is going, okay, that's great for you, but what's in it for me? And so when I have completely reframed my way of thinking to what's in it for me, um, the doors just opened and they swung open wide. 
you know, when I was in college, I actually started an internship with Prudential Insurance Company. And uh, for a long story short, to make a long story short, I, I was terrible in the insurance industry at that time in my life. I failed miserably, and, and I, I don't even think I finished the internship. But uh, during my training, uh, the sales trainer said, everybody is tuned in to WIIFM radio. And at that time, I'm like, well, what the heck does WIIFM radio stand for? And he said exactly what you just said. What's in it for me? And uh, I want to ask you, you know, what does it really mean to ask what's in it for me? And, and I'll tell you here real briefly. I, I went to uh, a business today where the owner of that business had, had co-authored a book with, with somebody else. And they're doing a book signing uh, in in the weeks ahead, and I, I got this little postcard uh, with my purchase. And on the front of the postcard, it said, meet us at ABC Company on Monday, such and such date, and help us make our book reach the bestseller list. And I'm thinking to myself, what does that do for me? as the customer why would i just want to go meet a couple of authors to help them make their book reach the bestseller list there has to be something in it for me and with that before we go to our first commercial break i want to ask you what does it really mean to ask what's in it for me for the customer from a business standpoint you know it comes down to two words so what Whenever you write any advertisement, whenever you pitch something to somebody, I want you to flip it around and look at it in your eyes and go, if somebody presented this to me, would I say, so what or who cares? Like you, you use that book thing. So what? I, I'm not in the business of helping your book sales. I'm in the business of fixing teeth or, you know, I'm in the business of driving a bus. You know, why would I get out of my bus to help you make more money? So, you know, so what, who cares are two of the biggest words. And when I was at Northwestern in their advertising program, I had this really mean professor who would read our ads and then throw it back at us and go, so what, who cares? And it was brutal and it was rough. But if you look at your own marketing materials with that eye of so what, who cares? Because if you can get them to care, you can get them to feel, you can get them to perform in your sales cycle. So I'm sure there's people listening in to tonight's broadcast, and they want an example. So we've got a couple of minutes before the commercial break. Give me an example of your business. So if somebody comes to work with you, so what? What's in it for them to work with Sandra Beck? Right. What's in it for them? Like, let's say you need a website. I can say, I can do all these things. You know, I know these programs. I have this great equipment. Or I can say, I can get your cash register online to start ringing in 30 days. So you can pay back my bill that you paid for and start making money. Hmm. Now you got my attention. Absolutely. You hit my need. I'm in business. I'm not in the business of charity work. I'm in the business of selling X, Y, and Z. So if I want to get your attention, what's your biggest need or what's your biggest fear? You know, if I'm working in the, in the medical industry and I need congressmen to change legislation, I might say, Hey, What's your kid's eyeball worth? You know, what's your kid's knee worth? Because if you went to war, your kids went to war, you might have a vested interest in their eye or their knee knee working. (laughs) Whereas if you don't, you know, the the ad falls flat. So those are really brutal, gritty examples of, of, you know, an ad campaign that gets somebody's meaningful attention because they care about it. 
Well, Sandra, when we get back, we're going to continue this theme tonight of what's in it for me, and we're getting ready to go to our commercial break. But when we get back from the break, I want to talk to you about you know, what's in it for me specifically, how that relates to marketing, advertising, how it relates to websites, and I mean the rage right now is social media and how we leverage social media effectively. So if you're just now tuning in to tonight's show, uh, we've got Sandra Beck, marketing expert, here with us this evening right here on Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. We will be right back with you after this short break. Stay tuned. Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can. With lessons in joyful living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Mondays at noon central, Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Before we get back to our interview with Sandra Beck, author, marketing expert, and founder of Motherhood Incorporated, I would like to invite all of you listening in to this episode right now to let your voice be heard. I care about you as my listeners. Now, Leading with Purpose Radio, we value our listeners and your feedback is valuable to us. In order to continue bringing you the best content 
We want to hear from you. More specifically, I want to hear from you. Uh, all you have to do to participate in our online survey is visit us at leadingwithpurposeradio.com. And at the top of the page, you'll click on Take the Listener Survey Banner. Uh, just make sure you select Leading with Purpose from the list of shows on the first page. And I want to thank you in advance uh, for your participation for doing that. Sandra, welcome back to the show. Uh, we're sharing some great content already, and we're only 15 minutes into tonight's broadcast. But as I was sharing with you early on in my uh, college career, I served an internship with Prudential Insurance Companies and the guy said, hey, you got you to focus on what's in it for me, WIIFM Radio. And that's really the theme of tonight's uh, live broadcast. You know, so how does – and to continue our discussion here, how does what's in it for me, how does that relate to a small business owner's marketing materials, their advertising, their presence on the web? And, of course, I mean everybody wants to know how does this impact – how I communicate on social media. I know I'm throwing a lot of questions at you here, and I'm sure you're going to have plenty of gems to throw our way. Well, you got to ask me that again, because I have two or three answers I've prepared to give you for that, but I, I need you to ask me in a different way so I know how to answer it. Well, the question is, you know, with regards to what's in it for me, how does that re relate to a small business owner's marketing materials and their presence on the web? Okay, so – How can they more effectively communicate that I think is what I'm really trying to get at here. Okay, okay. Now I understand what you're asking me. Okay, step one is that they need to know who their customer is. If you're a dentist and your customer is the mom, she's the one who makes the decision of what kid goes to what dentist – then your customer is the mom, not the kid. I see an example of a dentist. I see a lot of dentists trying to make themselves attractive to children. Well, that's all good for, you know, the parents. But at the end of the day, the decision maker is the mom. So you need to know who the decision maker is for whatever product or service it is you're selling. Once you know the decision maker, then you make a profile of that person. Is this your mom? Like, what does your mom want to hear? What would entice your mom to, to, uh, you know, buy this product or service. That's how you can effectively ask the question, what's in it for me? Because most people can only see what they do. A dentist drills and fills. That's not why people go to him. They go to him to be out of pain. A mother might choose a dentist because her kids won't fight her to go to the dentist. You know, it might be at a price point. You know, I don't know for each one of these small businesses what the trigger is, but if you know who you're speaking to and then you put yourself in that shoe and then ask yourself when you look at your own ads, so what, who cares? When you figure out what they care about and what matters to them, you've got effective marketing in any genre, whether it's print, whether it's electronic or digital or audio. You know, these are two great questions. Small business owners should ask themselves, who is my customer? And then they should sit down and take the time to profile the person. And as you know, Sandra, Sandra, a lot of small business owners struggle to answer this question. They don't know who their ideal target market is, or they haven't even narrowed it down so far to a specific niche. And they haven't taken the time. They're, they're inundated with the routine of the daily tasks of managing and running the business that they don't take what could be several hours to profile what their ideal customer is like. Have you found that to be true in some of the clients that you've worked with? 
Almost all of them, you know, yeah. and the easiest place to figure out who your ideal customer is, is look where most of your sales are. You know, I had a real estate company come to me and they're like, you know, talking about all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Tell me over the last three years, where were your sales concentrated? Oh, well, my sales were concentrated in this city. How much was the price point? Were they under a hundred? Were they single family homes? Were they condos? Were they over a million? Oh no, they were 200,000. What kind of homes were they? Oh, they were family homes. Okay. So right there, just by looking at their old sales, they can see that what they are attracting right now are single family residences, two, you know, two, two to three kids in a good school district in a medium price neighborhood. Okay. We got something to start to talk about because we can either increase your money by getting more sales in that you know, market, or we can move you up through our marketing to get you to higher price point people. Maybe you want to be in the four hundred and five hundred thousand dollar range. We can do a strategy for that. But at the end of the day, look at what is in your wallet. Are there fives, tens, twenties, fifties, or a hundred? Look at what's in your sales register. Are they single moms? Are they married people? Are they old people? Are they because they're not everyone. People always tell me Who's your client? Well, anyone could buy my product. Well, anyone could, right. but why would they? Well, and what really makes this exciting, too, from a business owner's standpoint is they can really, at the end of the day, define who they want to work with. You know, unfortunately, I think so many business owners, when they start a business, they create a great product or service like, oh, I know there's a need in the marketplace for this. And yeah, there may be a need in the marketplace for this, but at the end of the day, one, do the customers want it? You know, they, they may need it, but do they also want it? So, I mean, you're really sharing some great content uh, already here this evening. I remember hearing a story uh, of somebody who was in the carpet cleaning business, and they had done a direct mail campaign. And they initially thought, well, I'm going to target these uh, these people in low-income neighborhoods because of what are they thinking? Well, the carpets are going to be dirty, but the business owner didn't – thing to actually drive through the neighborhood, and if he had driven through the neighborhood, he would have discovered that people don't even clean their porches, right? You know, they have junk everywhere all over their porches, so if they're not going to clean the front of their house and take care of their lawn, why would they ever hire somebody to come in and actually clean the carpets? Right? Right? Uh, you know, and sometimes that's what it takes, you know, to understand our market a little bit better, just taking the opportunity to, to drive through the neighborhood or to visit where they hang out to learn more about them. So, with regards to marketing, we all hear on the internet today, you know, content is king. And there's several questions here. You know, first of all, why should, well, first of all, answer this. What is a content marketing strategy? A content marketing strategy is when you look at your website or your social media or anything you're putting up on the web. And you ask yourself the same question on behalf of your client. What's in it for me? Why do I care? You know, and, and is this something I'm looking for? So when you know who your target market is or you know who your customer is, let's say they're single moms, okay? 
if single moms are your target market, your content strategy might be some content for, you know, saving money, uh, childcare, uh, issues, how to co-parent, you know, all these things are what the, your client cares about. So your content strategy has to be in alignment with what's in your wheelhouse that you want to talk about and what you do and what services you offer. But then you match it up with what your consumer's looking for because the internet is just like this big giant library and people come to me all the time and I just demystify it. It's like in the old days, we had the Dewey Decimal System. You went in the library, you had a category, you went, you found those numbers, you found the book classified by the author and the book title. Well, in layman's terms, whatever you put up on the internet you're the author and your title is the website or the title of the article or whatever it is you're putting up there in social media. And the search engine is just the librarian walking you over to find the stuff you're looking for. Granted, you know, Google and Yahoo and Bing are kind of like idiot, you know, um, <laughs> librarians. They're not as precise as the librarians, but you know, there's also a wide volume of information. So it's just like a giant library. So, if you are a giant library and you are a company, people are going to look for you because they need to know what pool cleaner to buy, to know what, you know, pump to buy. And they want that expert knowledge. And most likely, the longer they stay on the site, statistics show us the more likely they are to make a purchase from you. And my guess is at the end of the day, that's why it matters. That's why it matters. Yep. All right, so I'm a business owner. I've developed a content marketing strategy. How do I make sure that that content marketing strategy works for me? For you, the customer, or you, the owner? Me, the owner. You, the owner. Okay, you look at that content marketing strategy, and then you might take your best client or one of your clients or a family member that knows your business inside and out and say, hey, these are the campaigns. This is the content I'm thinking of putting up there. What do you think? You know, another good thing is to go into your social media and say, you know what? I'm going to put together some new articles that are helpful. What do you guys want to know about? Because your sphere of influence, like my sphere of influence for my military stuff, whenever I run out of things to say, I reach out into my social network and say, you know what? I'm putting a new season together. I'm brainstorming. What are some ideas that you want me to talk about or research or bring to the airwaves for, uh, you know, military families? And I can get 200 ideas in an afternoon and then run them by some people who know my business. Right. Well, you know, there's some small business owners out there, though, that for one reason or another, I mean, they're not even on uh, social media yet. Do you think that uh, business owners today are making a big mistake by not joining the social media networks? Um, I think they're making a big mistake by not joining them. And then the biggest mistake people make is they join too many. If you're in business, start with LinkedIn. Now, if you are a visual company, if you're a gun company, if you're a real estate company, if you're a a shoe company or makeup company, there's a good case to be made for you to get on Pinterest and showcase your goods or services in a visual way to a visual audience. So – Basically, as a business owner, I need to choose the ones that are right for my business, and it's better to do uh, one or two really, really well than five really bad is what you're saying. Absolutely, or five that's half-assed, none at all. 
Right, absolutely right. Well, if you're tuned in here with us this evening, this is Nathan Mitchell. Uh, we are right here on Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio with Sandra Beck. We will be right back after this short break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with you. Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener, every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose and Powering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Before we get back to our interview with Sandra Beck, author, marketing expert, and founder of Motherhood Incorporated, I would like to invite all of you listening in to this episode right now uh, to my Leading with Purpose boot camp in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Friday, February 26th and Saturday, February 27th. This is absolutely the best event for small business owners who are looking to get better business results, empower their team, and lead to their full potential faster. So if you register now, you can not only get in for $97, but you can also bring a guest uh, for free. So don't wait. We're capping the event at 50 participants. All you have to do to register for this is go to www.lwp, as in leading with purpose, so lwpbootcamp.info. 
you can do that today. Sandra, welcome back to the show. Uh, right before the commercial break, you started talking about how for small business owners, especially those who haven't used social media, maybe they're not implementing that in their business right now, and they should be, uh, to focus on you know one or two or two or three uh, social media accounts and really doing those well. You said it's better to do one or two really, really good than to suck at four or five of them. So I know that I follow you on the web. You know, I've had several conversations. And one of the things that you talk about are how all the different social media platforms, they have different personalities. And that's where I want to go uh, for this segment of tonight's broadcast. Let's start with Facebook. Okay. I'm going to make it real simple for everybody listening today if you're not familiar with using these social medias, okay? Facebook is like a big family picnic, an extended family picnic. You talk about, oh, marriages and births and recipes and dogs and World War II, you know, all these special interest groups. And it's fun and it's engaging. And if you're a dentist or a, a you know a, a teacher you know really great ways to interact with the community as long as you bring something of value you got to put it through that who cares so what test um, LinkedIn is business to business networking. So that's more like a cocktail party. You wouldn't go put pictures of your kids bar mitzvah, you know, on LinkedIn. Some people do, but it's really not an appropriate venue. It's there for business. People are talking and conducting business. In fact, I read a statistic somewhere that 40% of all people who get hired use LinkedIn in some way or shape or form to get their LinkedIn or to get their position and they got their position through LinkedIn connection. So it's really good for business to business, but think of that as a cocktail party. You wouldn't put cocktail party information on Facebook. You wouldn't put, you know, party information, you know, birthday party information on LinkedIn. Facebook is for family stuff. LinkedIn is for work stuff. You know, then you have Twitter, and Twitter's kind of its own separate little animal, but Twitter's like one of those little kids that's high on sugar, and he's just blurting out statement after statement after statement. It's short, it's fast, it's, it's random, it's all over the map. So Twitter, for other than some certain things, I wouldn't recommend starting with Twitter. I would start with LinkedIn because it's business to business. You can network and you can talk to people, uh, unless you're a service-oriented product that you might want to talk about things on Facebook. But again, put in the who cares. Like when I see real estate agents who put up, you know, this family home is for sale and it's got six bedrooms and five baths and blah, 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 blah. Most people will just block you. But if you find a really cool, unique feature of that home and go, wow, look at this kitchen for this home I'm selling. Isn't it beautiful? Then people will comment on how beautiful it is. And they may send that picture over to a friend who's um, a friend who's, you know, looking for a new house in that area, but it's more passive selling. Um, LinkedIn is for definite. I'm conducting business. I'm here today. You know, if I'm running a special for police and firemen who are, you know, um, on LinkedIn or whatever, and I want to put my dental special up there, or I'm doing a dental special for teachers, that's a good place to start exploring some of those things. If you're visual, Pinterest is all about the photo. So is, uh, what's that other one? Not Flickr. What's that? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. 
Yeah, and for those of you that are like, I'm not selling to 20-year-olds, I'm going to tell you eventually those 20-year-olds become 30-year-olds looking for mortgages and disposable income or like in the example of the gun company I work with, they're like, yeah, we've got 100,000 likes on Instagram and we've got 50,000 people saying that they love our stuff but they can't afford it. And I tell them the same thing every month, just wait. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, uh, Pinterest in particular, I mean, my wife is uh, 35 years old, and every night when we're lying in bed, she's browsing Pinterest on her phone. Um, so she's in her mid-30s. My mother is in her early 60s, and my mother browses Pinterest all the time. So it's not just that young people uh, are on those platforms. So um, let me ask you this. You know, you, you talked about Facebook being a family picnic. Is it just is it a bad venue for business owners to market their business on Facebook? You know, are they wasting their money if they're investing in Facebook ads? Because I see this all the time from, you know, experts and gurus marketing our products and services to you mentioned, you know, I see a lot of real estate stuff on Facebook, a lot of real estate ads on Facebook. At the end of the day, is this just wasted dollars in your opinion? No. It's not wasted dollars if you do it properly. You know, the really good, the really good real estate agents, I have a couple, you know, I've got one up in Alaska that's a client of mine, does a really good job, um, about military relocation to the Alaska area. That Alaska has a high military population. And they do a really good job putting ads up because they talk about, hey, are you going to PCS, meaning to move? Are you going to move to Alaska anytime soon? If you are, here's what you need to know about housing. Here's what you need to know about schools. Here's what you need to know about shopping. Here's what you need to know about, you know, products from the lower 48. They get it. They know that these are the things their customers care about. Yes, they're going to sell them a home, but they're getting their attention by talking about the things people care about. If they're just slamming, you know, photo after photo after photo, here's my house for sale. Here's my house for sale. Here's my house for sale. You're just annoying people at that point. Right. And, you know, before the commercial break, we had talked about the importance of develop, developing a content marketing strategy. And, you know, the use of social media is definitely a part of that. But you had talked about, you know, Yahoo and Google. And, I mean, I don't want to get real into search engine optimization or that kind of stuff. But can a person's activity on social media platforms help them be more easily findable in the search engines and how do they ultimately do that? Yeah, absolutely. LinkedIn ranks really high. So your product and service, you know, ranks real high. Google Plus ranks pretty high. Your Facebook, not so much. Um, you know, and that'll change. You know, this thing changes over time. Twitter's real popular right now. So your Twitter handle, you know, will show up there, you know, in some instances. Um, and so that helps as long as you put your contact information where appropriate on your social media so people can reach you. It can help if people Google you. And every business owner should Google themselves once a month and see what's going on. Check in Google, check in Yahoo, check in Bing and see what comes up. Yeah, and they can, they can even set up alerts through Google. Right. Sure. And their name pops up or their business pops up. They can actually get that uh, via email basically in real time as soon as those things are published. Uh, so we've talked about Facebook 
LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram, and how those can contribute to our Google and Yahoo placement as well as our content marketing strategy. What other digital marketing channels are available out there for small business owners to utilize? I mean, I know for you and I, I mean, one of the things we utilize is radio. What, why did you choose to do radio as another opportunity to market your business? Well, Internet radio allowed me to not only establish myself as a professional, but start generating business leads and, and increase my networking opportunities exponentially. Um, and after a little while, I was able to use it to not only sell my stuff, but create a revenue stream. And it it was the least saturated of all the markets that I investigated. You know, there's so many people blogging, everybody's blogging. And then I looked at YouTube and, you know, YouTube is really cool and great for a lot of things. But I was like, wow, the YouTube search engine, when I search YouTube, like even my own stuff isn't coming up and I'm trying to find it. And I know it's there. So I was like, ah, you know, that makes me a little nervous. And, you know, then I looked at, at, you know, the other opportunity and I thought, well, how about audio? Because the neat thing about audio is even though it's pretty simple to produce, you know, you're just recording a voice, you don't need images and all this stuff. The hard part is you have to use your voice. Since I don't have cue cards, you know, I can't hold up a, 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 you know, a prop in my YouTube video and say, okay, here are three points that I want you to take away from today. So you have to, Use your voice. You've got to raise it up and down. You've got to have inflection. You've got to get good music, you know, because if people don't get it, they don't like it, they can't hear it, or the music you choose sucks. Either you're a jerk or your guest is a jerk, you know, you're going to have an epic fail. But if you just follow some general rules of thumb, as in asking yourself, hey, why should my listeners listen to this? Why would they care? You know, yeah. you're going you're gonna to hit home run. Yeah, absolutely. It's just about, you know, I look at my radio show as an opportunity. It's to deliver value uh, to business owners and leaders out there who are looking to get better business results and lead their full potential faster. And this is just one way for me to help them do that. Uh, It's almost like a service that I give to those who listen to my show. And I completely agree with you. I mean, it's completely uh, changed my landscape with regards to networking opportunities. To give you an example, I interviewed Gary Barnes. He's the founder of Gary Barnes International. I want to say back in July, I had him on the show. And, you know, ever since then, Gary and I have been, you know, emailing back and forth, talking back and forth, you know, on the phone. And uh, I'm having my boot camp in February. And I'm like, wow, you know, I want to have some guest speakers uh, at my boot camp. So I reached out to Gary. And I invited Gary, who lives in Denver, Colorado, to come speak at my boot camp. And, uh, you know, I said, hey, Gary, I don't know what you charge, what you're really looking for. And he said, hey, man, I'm just there to serve you. Uh, you know, and that, that meant a lot to me. I mean, here's somebody that I delivered value to him by having him as a guest on my show. And here he is willing to fly from Denver, Colorado to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to help me add value to those who decide to register for my boot camp. Amazing. But it's but I hear those stories every day, Nathan. You're right on target. Yeah, it's absolutely a win-win. And uh, we've got just a few minutes, or I'm sorry, 30 seconds before our commercial break. If you're tuning in with us just now this evening, uh, you've missed a lot. The good news is uh, later on tonight or tomorrow, you can download the podcast directly from leadingwithpurposeradio.com. I'm your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. You're right here on Leading With Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. We'll be right back with Sandra Beck shortly after this commercial break. 
Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Before we get back to our interview with Sandra Beck, author, marketing expert, and founder of Motherhood Incorporated, I would like to invite all of you listening in to this episode right now to let your voice be heard. At Leading with Purpose Radio, I value my listeners, and I want your feedback because your feedback is valuable to me, it's valuable to my guests, and it's valuable to Toginet Radio. Uh, in order to continue bringing you the best, the best content I want to hear from you tonight, all you have to do to participate in our online survey is visit us at leadingwithpurposeradio.com. Click on the Take the Listener Survey banner at the top of the page. Just make sure that you select Leading with Purpose Radio from the list of shows on the first page. I thank you in advance for your participation. Sandra, welcome back to the show. In our last segment, we talked about the various personalities of social media. Just real quick, you talked about Facebook. It's like a family picnic. LinkedIn, it's like a cocktail party. It's really business to business. Twitter is like kids high on sugar. Uh, my kids <laughs> should probably hang out there every now and then, right? And yep. then for visual people, it's all about Pinterest and Instagram. And it's not just the young people who are in Pinterest and, interest, and, and Instagram. As, as, I, as I shared earlier, that uh, my wife is in her 30s. She's on it all the time. My mom's in her 60s. She's on it all the time. And Sandra, you have just 
you know, given all kinds of valuable content for those listening in to tonight's show. And if, if, if people haven't listened in, I'm excited that they can get uh, the download at leadingwithpurposeradio.com later tonight and tomorrow. But, you know, I, I'm sure there's somebody listening in to the show tonight. Perhaps they're in the banking industry. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is great stuff. I understand that I should have a content marketing strategy. I understand that these things can help me be more easily found on Google and social media. I understand that I should be utilizing Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter for my business. But in the end, at the end of the day, I need real-world examples about how I can do that. What would you say to somebody in the banking industry? Well, for somebody that's in the banking industry, um, you know, whether they're a small independent bank or a member of a large chain, one of the things that they sh- they know is that, you know, the banking industry doesn't have a good reputation. So if you're on Facebook, I would be putting up how my organization supported the local, you know, baseball team. And the baseball team that we sponsored won six to seven, ooh, yay, you know, or six to one, whatever it is. Or the, um, you know, show their social responsibility, their corporate responsibility. If they have a veteran program, hey, let's post some pictures about how cool what we're doing for local veterans. If they're an independent branch, you know, people choose branches of, of banking, you know, with the interest rates so low, the reason that they go to different banks, because there's not really a compelling interest of, you know, whether you get a quarter of a percent to an eighth of a percent, you know, isn't really compelling for most people. What's compelling is that they feel that they're safe. They feel that they're understood. They feel that this bank is the place for them, especially as they get older, security and familiarity are really important for, uh, for these banks. So you can actually do a lot of image control of your your product and service of any of your banking products. You put a success story up of a young couple that, you know, had some trouble and they got their first home. They got their mortgage through you guys, even though they had, you know, maybe some blips on their credit. You can use social media to tell stories. Everybody loves stories. We learn by stories. And if we can relate to you as a bank or in the banking industry, whether you're a mortgage broker or a lender or whatever, you know, we can see you doing good in the community. We can start thinking positively of you. We see you repeatedly offering these great articles and information and not the same canned crap everybody else puts out there. All of a sudden, you set yourself apart. Yeah, so really what you're doing, you're delivering value and you're providing solutions. Uh, And it's kind of, you know, unfortunately, a lot of business owners, they have this idea that if I give away the farm more or less if i give everybody the content that they're looking for that at the end of the day customers won't buy from me and i find that the opposite is true yeah well so what about uh somebody in the insurance industry perhaps they are in uh personal property and casualty insurance or life insurance how how, what are real world examples for somebody in the insurance industry okay the insurance industry you've got people who are worried You know, they've got something they want to protect, whether it's their home, you know, it could be a model who wants to protect her legs, you know, whatever you're going to insure, you know, fear is at the basis of that. So any social media that you can do to dispel the fears and show that you're going to pay out quickly and without too much hassle. 
is two of the chief concerns that people have in the insurance industry. Another insurance, are you going to have enough money if there's a, a flood or a, um, you know, a catastrophe out here, like a, like an earthquake? Are you, do, do you have money? You know, do you have these reserves that, you know, we're hoping you have? Um, all these things go to my peace of mind. And that's what insurance does. It, it gives you, when you pay your premium every month, you might hate paying it like I do. But it gives me peace of mind to know that I'm covered. So all of your marketing should get to that core concern. How do we alleviate your fears? If your fears are losing your house, well, if a catastrophe happens, we can replace it. If your fear is not having enough money at retirement or if you get sick or disabled, you know, like some of these these programs for seniors, um, you know, you could buy a, an annuity. And in there is this long-term care insurance or a life insurance policy that you can draw out. These people care about having enough money for retirement. One of the things about insurance and retirement, I read a study uh, recently that said people were more concerned about running out of money in retirement than they are about dying. I mean, that's pretty sad. Yeah, it really is. Uh, You know, so I mean, this is great stuff. But at the end of the day, you and I both know, I mean, business owners, they've got to always be marketing. Uh, A lot of times when you look at what's you know, the economy is not always great, right? The market's up, the market's down. Uh, maybe maybe gross profit or is not really where it needs to be. And the business owner at the end of the day is focused on what is the ROI going to be for me and my business if I implement uh, some of these marketing strategies uh, that you're talking about here on tonight's show. And what would your answer be to that question? What What kind of results can business owners really expect by implementing the things that we're talking about tonight? What can they expect from uh, social media? What can they expect from you know, possibly deciding to have their own radio show? Oh, they can experience exponential results if they're willing to monitor it. You know, like anything, you wouldn't take a like let's say you're making pens you wouldn't send your pen to china without getting a sample first you wouldn't have the ink made in a um you know in a factory here without checking it out and finding out they have their safety certs do they are they going to deliver on time you know we we vet all this stuff but most business owners because they don't understand social media hand over enormous sums of money to people who don't know what they're doing and then they declare all social media a crock. So one of the things I advise you to do is start slow and controlled with one social media and learn about it, get on and use it yourself. Because if you get on and use it, and I'm not saying spend hours and hours on it, but get on for three weeks, go on twice a week onto Facebook and connect with people and see what people are doing. And then sit back for a minute, grab a glass of wine, and say, how does this relate to my business? Yeah, so really it's just taking kind of a backseat approach and just observing for a while. Well, yeah, because here's the thing. This didn't exist 10 years ago. Right. You know, so when you – when I always think it's – 
so funny, Nathan, because, you know, people always call me a social media expert and I go, <gasps> you, know? <laughs> you know, and I work in social media day in and day out. And I'm like, I am no expert. There is right. no social media expert because it's changing every single day. And the one time I did say, yeah, I guess I am a social media expert. Twitter and Facebook just went haywire. They changed their terms of service. Everything I was teaching all of a sudden became obsolete from yesterday to today. So there isn't any social media expert. And when people put their placard up that we are experts in social media, ask them what that means. Well, we just got a few minutes left here before the end of the show. What's going on now in your world? Uh, What are you passionate about in business today? You know, what I'm passionate about is the ability for Internet radio on a global level to leverage knowledge, leverage ability to create something out of nothing. For the first time in history, it's a level playing field with colleges and universities that are sweating bullets, including my own, Northwestern, sweating bullets, um, because of the proliferation of great information out there. So if you are in business and you are in the business of consulting like like you know Nathan Mitchell here is with his clutch consulting, the idea that you wouldn't have your voice be heard out for millions of people, not only because you can market to your populace, look at how many people listen to me, so I must be pretty good. So that's a sales you know, push there. But the idea that your words can inspire someone in French Guiana who speaks English, your words can inspire in India and Afghanistan, that's, that's the most amazing thing any coach could ever ask for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I started this show, well, it's been five months ago now, and the exciting news, I mean, if you're listening into uh, tonight's broadcast in September, just last month, uh, Leading with Purpose and Powering Talk Radio, we celebrated our one millionth download. I mean, that was a huge milestone. And that means that, you know, this show, if we're getting downloaded that many times, we're making an impact in people's lives. We're making an impact in people's businesses. And that's why, Twice a month, I get wonderful guests like you, Sandra, on this show to help me deliver great content to the listeners. And I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your evening to spend it with me and to spend it with our guests here tonight. It's really been an honor having you on the show. I know you've delivered great, great content to everybody listening in tonight and for everybody who's going to download this show later. Thank you, Nathan. It's a pleasure. And I, I want everybody out there to just give it a shot. You've got nothing to lose. Well, thank you so much, Sandra. I enjoyed having you on the show, and I promise I'll talk to you very soon. Have a good evening. You too. Thank you, everybody. This is Nathan Mitchell. You've been listening to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. Uh, One last time, you know, I value your input. If you don't mind, please go to leadingwithpurposeradio.com. Click on Take the Listener Survey at the top of the page. Love to get your feedback on the show so I can continue to deliver great content and value to you and your organization. At the end of the day, thank you so much. Have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio with host Nathan R. Mitchell. To learn how Nathan can help you get better business results and lead you to your full potential faster, visit Clutch Consulting on the web at www.clutchconsulting.net. You can also download episodes.